It's part two time. Two time. Two time. Two time world champion. Two time world champion part two. What now? What now? Part two. <laughs> It's coming home to Rome, baby. Oh, baby. I'm going to start with this. Forza Azuri. How good that it worked out that the Italian comeback to its coming home is just perfectly it's yep. coming to Rome. Yep. Like the biggest city in Italy just so happens to rhyme with home. Yep. And you're able to just say, no, it's actually coming to Rome, champ. Absolute genius that worked out with that one. Absolute yeah. genius. And... 36, after penalties. 36 in a row. They haven't lost a game for 36 straight matches, the Italians. Unbelievable. So after not making the World Cup in 2018, yep. um, Roberto Mancini, the Italian manager, took the reins. And they've been ridiculously hard to score against. They've been a formidable defensive unit. And I'm not going to give him the satisfaction of saying it. Cobb called it. Move on. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> But very, very thank true, you. Though. Thank you. Had the Italians from the start. Um, had the alarm go off to watch the game. Didn't end up watching it. But watched it in the AM afterwards when I got up. Didn't check all the scores. Watched it entirely. Um, England fucked themselves. Plain and simple. Yeah. The best thing that would have happened... Do you want to go into a couple interesting calls? Oh, yeah, we will. Um, didn't go England's way? But I think the worst thing that actually happened, the uh, thing that England possibly could have done was score in the second minute. Because that first two minutes, England were pressing, weren't allowing Italy to sit on the ball. And then... Scored, and got Luke, comfortable. Yeah, well, pretty much the whole starting formation was they had a back five, which means they're just going to let Italy have possession. Um, but the way they started the first two minutes was just press, press, press. They scored, and then they just allowed Italy to sit on the ball and just yep. tried to protect a one-nil lead. So. Yeah, and I'll admit, I, I, I alarm went off. Yeah, woke up, you know, rubbed the eyes, and then like just in and out of consciousness. Yeah, yeah, you know. So. <laughs> yeah. I saw some. I saw the. I saw the goal, obviously, because yep. obviously I woke up and I didn't yep. go back to sleep after two minutes. Yeah. Um, but missed a little bit. Um, kept waking up and then watched the whole penalty. Yeah. Shoot out live. So it was. Um, Benucci's goal was was yeah pretty. It wasn't great. Both goals were scored from what five meters away yeah. from the keeper. And you could say like like un, like Pickford saved it. Yep. Bounced off the pole. You know that's just the luck of the draw there. Mm. But it was um, it was really interesting to see how so Spain. Obviously, took on Italy in the semi-finals, and Spain destroyed Italy. They were massacring them, and what they did, they took off. Well, they never actually started um, Morata, who's the centre forward for for Spain. He's tall, slow, Harry Kane-like, and they decided to go with three young speedsters up front and made Italy look stupid. Um, and Italy were fortunate enough to win in penalties. Where England have the players to do the exact same thing that troubled Italy, but said, "Nah, we're sticking with Harry. We're going to stick with Harry." So it's hard to drop your captain, but if we're looking at what would win near the game, um, yeah, and also having a, a back five in a final, um, yeah, really, really hard to do. And then you can't, like, it's hilarious. I've spoken with a couple of mates who are diehard Italian, Italian fans to bring on Rashford and bring on Saka. Boys, what do you reckon we're talking about today if England won the Euros with those substitutions made? Genius, absolute genius. star! Obviously. What a what a genius is he? He is, but they lost, and both men that got bought on didn't. Well, all three of them actually didn't actually score a. Sorry, two of them didn't score a score a penalty. The reason why they were bought on. Rashford's twenty three. Yeah, and he's not that 19. young. He's and, not that young. But at the same time, he's played a lot of football for Man U. But the psychology on every single player was on that 
field for an extended period of time. Yep. And Saka and Rashford's first touch of the football that game was their penalty kick. It's their first kick. Whereas, like, imagine, imagine in that game of AFL, you've been on the bench the whole game. And then you've been bored on the first time you touch the ball, you get a 50 meter free kick and you got to kick directly in front of goal. You haven't kicked the footy yet. Yeah, but, but it's you know like what directly I mean? in front, like 50 out. Still, well, Saka's a tough one, but Rashford, should have, they should have both scored. Um, you should be scoring a penalty at that level. But um, yeah, Italy, it's back to Rome, England. Yeah, I, I would never understand why teams don't go harder at it in the first 90 minutes to extra time. Some of them just seem to be content. To avoid penalties. Well, no, yeah, to avoid penalties completely, yeah, because yeah. it's just a 50-50 coin flip. So when... when I always suck- avoid penalties on FIFA because oh, I don't likewise. know how to do them. Yeah. So when were, when were those penalty takers actually brought on? Uh, Saka was the last one, so the fifth one. So he needed to score to keep. No, sorry, I mean on... Because you left. said that was their... Minute left of extra time. And they didn't touch it. No, nah, didn't touch the ball. So that was Saka and... Saka and Rashford. Rashford. Yep. Minute, so he... Minute was that a time. bring them on for penalties? Absolutely. Yeah, They're both strikers, true. both best penalty takers. But then the other argument is, how come a Jack Grealish, now Jack Grealish has come out and said that he plays for Aston Villa, said, I wanted to take a penalty, but they didn't want me to take it ahead of these guys. Um, likewise with Jordan Henderson, has taken plenty of yeah. penalties well, for Liverpool. Raheem Sterling's there. Yeah. Sorry, and Man I'll City. Just, just so people don't correct us, Saka was on the 70th. Sancho was a mid. Okay, sorry. Yeah. San- well, Sancho missed as well. Yeah, yeah, that's so, right. Um, so, Saka probably did touch the ball in that time. Yep, Sancho apologies. and Rashford were the, were ones, the ones that, that were right on. at the end. I do apologise. Um, but, yeah, it's just blows my mind a bit. Yeah, no, it was like you can't you you can't agree with the decision. You can't, I, I can't, like, you can't. Mm. Like, how? It's obviously a high-pressure situation, but, mate, just put it in the fucking... Pick a corner. And that's, go for it. The, the, the thing is, it's like... I would have preferred... Sorry to butt in, Dil. Yeah, go, 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 go. you got Jordan... It's not like you'd had blokes that weren't experienced players who have taken penalties for their club sides on the pitch at the time. Bring on... Let Henderson have a kick. Let Sterling have a kick. If it goes deep, well, shit, you're in a better position. Because I bet you Donnarumma's taken a penalty for Italy when you're getting Rashford and Saka who take pens for their club sides. Well, Saka yep. doesn't, but he can actually do them all right. And that was the thing. He um, There was actually footage that came out as Southgate was um, tapping them on the shoulder saying, yeah, you're probably saying you're third, you're fourth, because it was in order. After, who took the last one? Saka. After yeah. Saka, he went to Pickford. And then after Pickford... I'm pretty sure he went to another defender. It could have been... Oh, who's on at the time? Oh, it, it was somebody else. So he still hadn't tapped Grealish or Sterling on the shoulder and said, you're up. He, there was, he had no part of them being in the first six or seven penalty takers. Yep. And you just... How can you agree with that? And I know... Because I was thinking about it myself and I go... You want to expose Saka to the big moment, and it's like, what a time to do it. But then you go, just leave it for another time. And then it's like, well, will it happen again in four years? Mm. And he's a Marcus Rashford. Well, you're still saying it's never happened. So yeah. when are you going to give him that opportunity? But no, nah, I just can't. I can't mm. agree with it. I can't do it. It's a tough one. But hey, it's going to Rome, baby. It's co- it's Couldn't be happier. It's going to Rome. We're eating pasta out of the cup. Yep. Italy um, are still villains from... 2006 when they knocked Australia out. Yeah, yeah. Well, Djokovic yeah. beat Berrettini, so they got they got that in the uh, tennis. <laughs> I just I just feel horrible for 
Like what Southgate did to this Italian, uh, sorry, to this English side, there were so many things that they did well that unified the country and because of a couple of small decisions. Oh, speaking of unifying the country though, can we talk about how fucking much of clowns and made themselves yep. look like afterwards? Yep. I just, these blokes, seriously, they're like, they're starting riots. Like, come they, on. They, yeah, that's soccer. Yeah. It's just what it is. Well, they, so, fun fact, England and Ireland have put in a bid for the 2030 uh, World, World Cup. Cup. Yep. And there's great fears that what happened at Wembley could be now, a have just big, fucked them. Yeah. Oh, fucked really? Them. Yep. Yeah, fucked them. Because we think about it, you know, players, sorry, fans were storming into Wembley, knocking down barracks so they could get in to watch the game. Overcrowding was a massive issue at Wembley. It wasn't a great day of the Euros, for, especially for English football. Um, if England are in a World Cup final... Yeah. Do you ever sit back and think Qatar got a World Cup? Yeah, that was rigged. Do you ever think about that? Oil money. Like really go Oil money. Qatar. It's been proven. Oil money. Oh, yeah, absolutely it is. Qatar. Yeah. Can you imagine? It sounds like guitar. Qatar. Could you- <laughs> That's not bad. Could you imagine a penalty shootout at the MCG? Could you imagine like a oh, hundred thousand people? Oh, mate! No, there'll be one hundred and thirty people in there because they would somehow make it yeah. like right up to the pitch. Yeah. Um. Oh, we, that's what we didn't speak about. Should there have been a red card? And there definitely should have yeah, been a red. Card. Definitely should have been one. How is that not in in this day and age as well? How is that not a red? Mm, Grelish. Uh, no, Chiellini. Oh, mm. Chiellini. 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 Well, you ripped. It's at least a yellow. It was a yellow. Well, yeah, it was a yellow. But it's it a red. But the mate. funniest thing, so um, he hadn't been a part. He's such a good defender, one of the best in the world, and he hadn't been a player hadn't dribbled past him all tournament. So he ripped. So him he's by literally the ripped collar. him by the collar, um, straight down to make sure that. He hadn't and that had was the thing as well. Like you just said, it was a full on pull Rip. down. Like, yeah. It wasn't just like a hold, and you know, suckers given a bit of mayo on it. He's grabbed him and pulled him down. Yeah, that's a red. Mm. And what was the Grealish one you were talking about? Oh, he got started right in the right, quad, the right in the quad. Yeah. So yeah, there probably should have been a couple of uh, yeah. It was other, interesting. Other no, nothing beats the Nigel De Jong 2010 uh, studs up to the chest of uh, Chubby Alonso in the 2010 FIFA World Cup. That was that was something different. That was studs up Toby Green. Yep, that's it. Was the same. So now it's coming home. It's coming to Rome. It's coming to Rome. It's coming to Rome. Very happy. Yep. Next thing mm. we are going on about today, our main man, the hairy nine, hairy nine, hairy five nine bloke, is not happy with our Australian cricket team. Hayden, take it away, my friend. Deal. That's me. This could be the closest thing I have. Did to Travis a- Head play? No. Nope. Well, to that's cop- the issue. No, no. Kobe's out then. No, no, no. <laughs> he can't talk about <laughs> no, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> no, I'm not actually joking. <laughs> Travis Head should be in the T20 side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 100%. I agree with you. He gets the start and that's all you no, need you in need, T20. You only need 40 off 10 from Travis Head in the freaking... But so I'm going to read out. So we went 0-3 to the West Indies in no, the most we, recent... we are currently 0-3. Oh. It's a 5 We'll be 0-5. When's the last time that happened? Oh, You have to look at the record books, my friend. But and that's probably something that you should come prepared with since you're the cricket man. So the thing <laughs> So I'm gonna quickly go through So the most recent game that happened yesterday. Australia. Actually Wasn't no, it might have been this yeah, morning, sorry. This morning, yeah, yeah. This morning, yep. Australia was six for hundred and forty one after twenty overs. That's pus, mate. Okay, so no so 
We weren't bowled out. No. All right. We Seven had, and over. Yep. So you got Henriquez is 33 of 29. Turner, 24 of 22. Finch, 30 of 31. Matthew Wade, 23 from 16. So, Dill, I just want to keep you... Can you keep those scores in mind for me, please? Yep. So, yep, roughly... In, yep. In, yep. The West Indies were four for 142 after 14.5 overs. So, Dill, five overs left. Yep. To play. Yep. Five times six, what's that, mate? 30. 30. 30. Okay. 30. I was. I was. I, was I bet you. And we go back to the previous game. Six times six, two, six done. So seven times six, forty-two. You blokes. <laughs> sorry, this sorry, sir. This is my sir. moment here. It is fifteen times six, ninety. Shut up. Sorry, sir. Those scores that I read out, deal. Yep. Henriquez, you know, like yep. thirty off twenty, uh, twenty-five. You know, Finch gone thirty off thirty. You know, run. You know what it reeks of? It reeks of Perth Scorchers championships underneath JL. Okay. Is this um? This is 2020, right? 2020? So, so Justin Langer? 20 overs. No, it's 2021, bro. So 20 overs, you've got to score a lot? Yep. Oh. Okay, so just bear with me. So let that's me, how that one works? Let me finish this one. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Justin Langer, one of the key reasons as to why he got the head coach role for Australia was his work that he'd done with West Australia, in particular with the Perth Scorchers. A Perth Scorchers or a domestic T20 competition, you're only, you know, able to get certain players. You can't get everyone in the world or everyone in your country. So, JL did a fantastic job of homegrown players and grinding out wins. We never, I couldn't tell you the last time Australia, uh, WA under JL hit over 200. Yeah, no, it was always... Never happened, mate. Whatever we made, it was we six, could defend it. It was six for 141 off 20 overs. And that's, that's what the, it was. For the Scorchers, all those years gone, it was, doesn't matter what we make, we can defend it. Yep. You had your Berendorfs, your Mitchie Jays, your Ties. That was, yep. the, mo- that was the mojo. Yep. And guess what? That doesn't fucking work in international T20s. No, it does not. It does not work, mate. Time and time again, the best T20 teams, England, West Indies, um, India, even Pakistan, even South Africa, you've got to go from ball one, mate. You've got to make as many runs as you possibly can, mate, and just pray to God that your bowling unit holds up. That's how T20s internationally work, and we've never, ever mastered it. I'm sitting here... I go through this West Indies lineup. All right, I went through their ages the other day. This may take me a little bit of time, but bear with me. Lendl Simmons, 35 years of age. Andre Fletcher, 33. Chris Gale, 42. Andre Fletcher's 33? Yep. Are you sure? Spice 100%. Man. Spice Man is 33 years of age. No. Chris Gale, 42 years of age. Dwayne Bravo, 37 years of you age. You can tell they've been along for a, uh, around for a long time a because long time. I actually know these people. Yeah. Fidel Ka- those are blokes, blokes that remember Ricky Ponting, 2005. Fidel Edwards played in the last T20, not the one today. 38 years of age. So all these old experience. Fletcher's 33, you're yep. right. Mate, Fidel has been kicking since I was in the womb, I know, mate. I know. He is unreal. I know. But if we want to go like for like here in Australia. Yep. So we've just, how much of a saga was it to get Dan Christian into the side? Yet he's a winner. He's won everywhere he's gone to internationally. It was such a drama for Dan Christian to play in the side. About bloody time. I'm sitting here going, why don't we have Chris Lynn in the team? Sure, he can't field. Do you reckon Chris Gale can field? <laughs> he can't move. There's hey, so Cop. Many- yeah, mate. Don't blush, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we need to have like a serious look at our T20 setup because we've been irrelevant ever since the format began. Sure, Matthew Wade and Aaron Finch. No dramas. There's every single good T20 player opens the batting for their T20 side. But we're asking, Chris Lynn could bat at three. 
Chris Gale's batting at four. Yeah. All right, so we just need Universe some Universe boss does whatever he wants. Yeah, we just need to get some power hitters in the side. I don't mind What's Ashton his nickname? Universe boss. Universe boss. Universe boss. Yeah. Chris Gale. 333, baby. Wow. <laughs> I have some questions I like for you, that. Aiden. Go. Number one, is this... Is this you calling for JL's head? No. Because mm. in the just wait one second. In the midst of all the sports been going on, there was something a few months ago about JL and the team not yep. having a good um sure. relationship and we sort yep. of that, that slid by because of everything else that was happening. Yep. Are you do you want JL's head? I don't want JL's head. I think Do you like your foot right next to my microphone, Echo? Apologies. <laughs> the thing is with JL, he's such a tough taskmaster. And all the things that you hear, he's so. Oh, when you do play, what are you doing here, Kobe? Kobe's being fucking a with everything. Like Kobe's being always. a Sorry to interrupt, uh, listeners, but biggest one as a cricketer, you want to feel like that you have the license to perform to the best of your abilities. We're watching these. The last two T20s, I watched all the way. Our boys batting, they look scared, mate, to make a mistake. Our boys are just pretty happy to just hit ones and just keep the game ticking over without taking the game on. Every other international team goes for it. And JL, under the Perth Scorchers, it was let's take the game deep. So therefore, let's not make as many, let's not make unnecessary mistakes or risks. Yeah. Can, I, can I just say though, that it was almost like they got too scared with what happened in game one. Yeah. Because if you look at what happened in game one, mate, we needed 30 or 50 balls. Yep. And you had Dan Christian. And they lost. You had yep, Ben McDermott. We suck. Shush. Yep. You had Dan Christian. You had Ben McDermott. You had Henriquez. You got. You need 30 or 50 rocks. And they were trying to hit it out yeah. of the park. Yep. So I also just think that... It's, it's these, reading these the state guys, of the game. That, like, they just need to switch the fuck on. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Yep. Like, 30 or 50 rocks. Yep. And it's literally one there. Yep. One. Yep. One. Yep. Like, it doesn't, doesn't take a rocket scientist. Fuck me. And we're not playing. And we lost six for 19. Yep. And we're not sitting here trying to play for run rate or no. points here. Like we don't, bonus we don't need net run rate, mate. No. Um, but the last one as well. Win the toss and fucking bat. <laughs> Good call. Fucking bat, mate. Mate, it's a road in the West Indies. You can make runs there. Travis Head would have made runs over there. Is that but right? I'm 34. But I'm sitting is that right? <laughs> but I'm, I'm sitting here just going like, so Mitch Marsh is batting at three. Okay, bats five for uh, for the Scorchers. You've got Travis Head sitting there. You've got Chris Lynn sitting there. I, I reckon there's like, I think Travis Head's a better T20 bats than what Ben McDermott is. But we just don't get to see Travis Head do it because he's playing for Australia. So, yeah, like, I'm is a bit it? with it all, to be honest. You know what? Let's just match him. Let's bring in 37-year-old Sean Marsh, 50-year-old Ricky Ponting, yeah. 107-year-old <laughs> really Don 50? Bradman. No, oh, probably close. But no, in all seriousness. Yeah, I'm going to look that up. In all seriousness. I think he's like 42. But what's, like T20s, the tournament's every second year. So why not play Sean Marsh? What? He's 46, I was closer. Mm. What, West Indies have gone down this route of we're going to play our best available players. They do the Caribbean Premier League. It's not like they're deprived from playing 2020 cricket. I know I've gone on a fair bit about this, but this whole we need to develop and all this stuff in T20s, it's a load of garbage, mate. You need to play your best T20 players regardless of who they play for. Chris Lynn's playing frigging 15 different frigging leagues. Play him in the, in the T20 side. Is Aaron Finch the only one who plays T20 and Test cricket in uh, that team at the test, moment? doesn't play Test anymore. Yeah, what do you do? Oh, sorry. No, oh, I don't fucking know. Yeah. Can I just end on this, though? Go. I... 
it actually feel as much as we've been losing, it does fill me with a lot of joy seeing all these West Indians back. Yeah. Because if you know anything about cricket, you know that for quite a few years there. That's and shit. it was it was unfortunate for West Indies cricket because I'm not saying they could have, you know, been a powerhouse in the tests, you know, arena. But the T20s and the one dayers, you had all these, you had the Gales, your Bravos, your Pollards, your Russells, refusing to play for the West Indies because of the, of the money was shit. And there was a lot of um, a lot of back and forth between the f- players and the West Indian boards. And over the last few years, they've sort of come together and said, let's play for West Indies. And seeing Bravo, po- um, Russell, Simmons, yep. Gale, F- Edwards all playing together, it was really awesome. Let's not forget that their best side now, if like no dispute, no nothing, take AJ out of it, would be top end. It would be top end. Imagine Chris Gale opened the batting for you in Test cricket. Yeah, Andre Russell playing Test cricket as well. With and that's the thing, they're all too old now. Yeah, and that's why it was are. unfortunate that there was such a rift for so long. But yeah. it's good to see it. Yeah, but um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how these next two go. Um, yeah, I'm a bit bit surprised to be honest, but um, yeah, we need to change our act, and we've got the World Cup coming up, mate. And I don't see us winning a game. Yeah, and I don't know what the deal is at the moment, but this team doesn't have um, Jason Holder in it either. No, it doesn't. Not sure why. Yeah, I don't um, know if he's injured or not. But Ashton Agar's injured as well. Yeah. Um, so he's our best T20 bowler, and, and that says a lot. The West Indian, the the couple, the young players, the spinners, they're nice. Yeah. Yep. A few leggies in there. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Very good, Kobe. <laughs> not very good. Let's move on to a bit of NBA. Yep. Woo-hoo! And a bit of FIBA. So Kobe, he's now sitting up. I'm just going to read you this tweet. And I, lo- I love this shit. And as much as I hate this guy, I hate this guy. He knows nothing. I don't understand how people can play in the NBA for so long and actually know nothing about the NBA. Who are we talking about? Kendrick Perkins. Oh, oh listen, Kendrick. listen to this tweet. Mm-hmm. This was the other day after Giannis dropped 40. Giannis with another dominant performance tonight. Another... I can't even say it. Another 40 piece wing dinner, Greek garlic style, <laughs> with 13 bobatars and six slices of Greek honey cakes. Carry the hell on. Oh my God. That's one of the best tweets I've that's ever that's, seen. That's top, that's top range. 40 piece wing dinner, Greek <laughs> style. It sounds like it would have been a bad man, old Kendrick, back in the day at the barbecue house. Correct. Um, but the reason why he um, tweet, tweeted that. Giannis dominated. Yep. He's now 2 1. Yep. Sun's up. Game Next four. game is tomorrow? Yep. No, the day after. Thursday. Thursday. Oh, Thursday. Well, yep. it's in Milwaukee. They didn't even go anywhere. Yeah, yep. but um, due to. So they had the day break and yep. then they didn't want to clash with the MLB All Star night. Right, fair. So it's fair, now gone another day fair, back. Yeah. I know a bit about a bit. Um, but yeah, but so. Not a lot one. about a lot. No, I disagree with that as well. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, 2 1, Suns. Finally, our boy. Our contract, we talk about him all the time. Drew Holiday fucking did something. The only way the Bucks win this series, let's be real clear on this, and is I if guess Drew Holiday rocks up. Either him or Middleton rock up, mate. Mate, it's the only reason why they won Game Two. Now, Giannis is the only player, one of three, I think it was, to have back-to-back forty-point performances in the NBA Finals. Yeah, it's uh, MJ. Yep. Kobe. Yep. No. And Giannis. not Kobe. No. Kobe. Fun fact, has ne- only scored 40 points once in the finals. Giannis has done it twice in three games. Yep. Who is it? MJ, LeBron, Giannis. Yep. Yeah, there we go. So they're the three. But Giannis is actually playing like like 
Giannis, he's not going to take a three-pointer, so stop shooting threes. Giannis, you are unstoppable in the restricted area. And that's what he's moved through these two yep. games. Yep, and that's what they need to do. And you know, well, honestly, you know why I think I think his knee's feeling better? Yeah. That yeah. first game, as, mu- as much as what people want to say, he did not look like Giannis that first game. Yep. yep. These last two games... He's a bit more comfortable banging with Aiton in the They're going to five five-day break in between. Yep. So they play... It will end up being they play one game in five days. Yeah. Yep. That does a hyperextended knee a whole lot of yeah. good. Um. But like with anything, even it's how your second sort of tiered players sort of go. So if Holiday rocks up and Middleton rocks up, well, you're going to be a, like you can help Giannis. Yeah, and so for people that don't aren't aware or haven't checked, uh, it's not the exact figure because I don't have that with me right now. But Holiday and Middleton combined for I think it was I'm going to go nine of thirty four yep. in the first game. That's yep. going to be my nine off some like that. That's mm. your number one and number two. And that was a hundred percent why they lost. Why they lost that game. Yep. If one of them is on, yeah. If one of them is on, it's a different outcome. Might not have been a win, but it's a different outcome. I'm gonna. I know we're halfway through a final series, and something could happen in these next two. But you know what really annoys me? And maybe I'll get caught in it a little bit as well. But we chuck out the term superstar way too easily. Way too easily. It was twelve of thirty-seven. Twelve of thirty-seven. Not great. Close. But we, but we throw superstar around way too often. All right, let's let's. Devin hit. Booker. Devin Booker is not a superstar. Okay, hmm. superstar. Yeah. yeah, okay. LeBron James is a superstar. Correct, he is. Giannis, I know he's got faults, but he is a superstar. Two-time yes. MVP. Kawhi Leonard is a superstar. Yeah, he is. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Steph Curry, superstar. Correct. Yep. All right. Dame, superstar. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mm. But outside of that, Paul George, he ain't a superstar. No, he's mate. not. He might All be. Right. He might be like. Um, He's that next level. He's an all star. He he's Mate, an all-star. Devin Booker hasn't even been an all star yet. He he's an all NBA player. No, he has this year. He was a emergency. Oh, yeah, no, that doesn't count. But like, all star, um, all NBA kind of player. Like that's fine. But you're not a superstar, mate. You're high end NBA player. As yep. to is what Devin Booker is at the moment. For Devin Booker to get to superstar status, he's a superstar off the court. Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. Yep. But just. It's just a weird one. He's not... Can he be a superstar? Absolutely. Is he there yet? No. Yeah. no. He's not there yet, mate. So let's just sort of hold our breaks. Like, he more than likely will win them the um, the finals. I hope they do. And if he goes, like, back-to-back 50-point games, <laughs> not bad. Go make yourself... Make an all-NBA first team next year, mate. And then I can actually say you're a superstar. So sort of need to hold the breaks a bit here. But just if, a, he, if he wins the finals MVP, is he a superstar? No. Not, not yet, not yet. Just because Jamal Jamal Murray had a fantastic bubble and everyone called him a superstar. Yeah. What happened the following year? It's funny though because Mud. I think when Kawhi won the Finals MVP the first time with the Spurs, I don't think he was a superstar at that point. You're okay, good, really, yeah, really good, good point. point. Yeah, we didn't. So you almost El- Andre Iguodala is exactly. a superstar. Yeah. Yeah. Just because good you point. have superstar skills doesn't mean you're a superstar. You've got to be able to showcase them for a long period of time. This is also the first chance Booker's had to Absolutely. be on a good team. Absolutely. So we can only comment on that. And, and the body of work that he's done. That, I can't stress he can be a superstar. And, that, and, and that's the thing. I, I'm i not going to dis... They are a great team. Yeah. And I understand that. Aiton's been great. Um, Chris Paul's been great. Booker, Cam Johnson murdered someone the other day. Yeah. Devin Booker, great. Macau Bridges and Jay Crowder. You're almost your perfect role yeah. players. But this team isn't where it is without Chris Paul. 100% And agree. I honestly, I think, in agreeing with you, I think Booker has to do something... Without Chris Paul to yeah. be superstar, of course he does. Of course he does. But just because if they win, like yeah, what do you play as a, as a basketball player? What's your ultimate goal in the NBA? You want to win a championship. 
All right, and maybe individually in the finals you want to be in a finals MVP. That's fantastic. But still doesn't mean you're a superstar, unless if you average friggin' Wilt Chamberlain numbers in the finals. He could go full Kardashian next year, Booker. He could. Like, you just don't know. I need consistent body of work, and I know he's been doing a lot to date, but for me, he just hasn't solidified it. Yeah, fair just enough. Yet. Does have a 70-point game. But you know who has solidified it for me? Talking about superstars, Australian superstars, Paddy Mills, baby. There we go. FIBA. It's not Paddy Mills, it's Paddy Thrills. <laughs> <laughs> he is. FIBA, another exhibition game. Who wants a fun fact? Go. Since 1990. 1992. I know, you, I, think I know where you're going. 1992 this. to 2019 or 20? One of the two. So 1992 was when they started using pros for Team USA. Yes. So 1992 to recent day. Yep. The USA had only lost two exhibition games in all that time. It was like 50 and two. Yep. They've now lost two exhibition games in three days. Do another fun fact? Go on. In their entire span, in that entire span, Team USA is like 117 and 13 overall. Yep. Australia are the first country to beat them two times in a row. There you go. Yep. There you go. Um, you can't... So I love, I love our Aussie boys. What do you expect? I expect nothing less than what's happening... We're, you don't want to say it like this because you sound like a noob sometimes. We're Australian. They come together and they click. Yep. It's what happens. Yep. The US, as much as I hope that this is not the case and it really just doesn't work, they just need some time to gel. Yep. And as people who follow basketball know, the FIBA rules are so different to the They're NBA. They're so different and it makes it a lot. And I, and I do love seeing... The, it's real there basketball. Was, there was yeah. a Twitter thread... Of just the NBA players trying to draw fouls and the FIBA refs going, "What are you? No, that's yep. not foul." Yep. And like, hey, these these guys play FIBA twice in twice in four years, so they don't ne- really need to be accustomed to the rules. Yep. NBA is completely different, but like, FIBA refs aren't having yep. it. So the and biggest- the other thing is that they've got Pop, who is an NBA coach. Yep. We have Brian Gorgian, who is a FIBA coach. Yep. yep. And the biggest thing to take into account as well. <clears throat> so you look at the roster that the USA have got, and it's full of. Oh, uber talent. Since, do you know who averages the, and how much, how many points? Actually, no, I'll save that for a uh, for a question at the end. Actually, okay. I'll okay. actually keep that in the bucket of my head. So, sort of, we'll keep going. But with that's this, but that's the thing. So, we'll write that down. <laughs> Australia, they just chemistry it up to the max. Yeah. USA are figuring uh, figuring it out still. We're also very good defensively, and I think that caught them off guard. Yep. Um, they apart from Bam Adebayo, they don't have a real center either. Yep. No. Yes. And that's going to catch well, them the off thing, guard. I'm pretty sure Brooke Lopez is on the way afterwards. Well, he sucks, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, but he's still a seven footer. But this is the other thing: Fakers centers are football. centers are a lot more important in FIBA basketball than they are in NBA basketball because yep. they're allowed to play with their back to the basket a lot more. Yep. And those European teams, they will sit there and be. Happy. And that's the thing: no defensive three seconds. Yep. yep. So that's the thing. That's why you say if you're a center, you can just stand in the paint. Yep. Mm. Sure, you might be stretched out. But you know, and yeah, when it we comes don't have time. Bo- you can you yep. can just stand in the paint. Yes, we don't have Bogut, but Jock Landale is doing his role very well at the moment. Yep. And then Duap Riath comes on, and he's playing European basketball to a very high level. Also, from uh, has spent a lot of time playing in Perth, by the way. Mm. Or Duap. Yep. So, boys, before we probably move on from this segment, what are our expectations? So, I think next time we do this pod, the Olympics might be pretty close to starting. We might be a little bit away. Oh, still a couple of days away. Well, I think we'll have two pods before okay. the Olympics. But I just two wanna, pods? Yeah. Yeah. I, I just want to go out. It 27th. Yep. Actually, we'll do have a bit of time then. Well, 27th? Hmm. We start on the night of the Olympics. We're potting on the night of the Olympics. Ooh. Opening ceremony. Live pod during the opening ceremony yeah. in front of zero people. Let's go. <laughs> How All boring. Right. 
What are their expectations of the boomers at Tokyo? Silver or bust. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Silver or bust. Silver or bust. Yeah, yep. silver or bust. Especially the way they've played in these exhibition games, they're only going to get better from. And here. my my homegrown country, Slovenia, I think we can go. We can go. I think you can challenge can for bronze. bronze. You can challenge for bronze, one hundred percent. I but I just the way they're playing at the at the moment, I can one hundred percent see someone beating America and getting to that gold medal game. Mm. It's oh, they just much- don't have. They've got Booker, Middleton, and Brook Lopez to come in. Some big ins. They are, 100%. But Booker's game doesn't go very well with FIBA basketball. Yep. So, Brook Lopez will make a difference. What made... So, one of the best teams of all time. I know the 92 one gets raved about. But that 08 team... The redeemed team. The redeemed team. They were phenomenal. And one of the reasons was they had blokes that were happy to take a role. Kobe Bryant hardly shot a ball in 08. He was the lockdown defender. Because they, they wanted a they, you know, redeem team. They wanted to redeem yeah. themselves. Well, you had LeBron and you had KD guys and D-Wade guys that would shoot the basketball. And Kobe just said, I'm just going to take the their best player and shut him out of the game. Tell me a bloke that's doing that in our current side. Yeah, I really, would, I really wouldn't yeah. be putting the house on America. They're $1.08 to yeah. win the gold medal. I wouldn't be putting the house no. on um, it. Yep. And hey, this is just – I'm going to bring him up every chance possible. You guys know this. When Luca first came into the league and said, "Hey, it's actually easier. It's harder to score in Europe," and all these Americans were like, "Oh, you know, little yeah, European, what does he know?" It's that's why, man. Yeah. Yeah. But the teams, teams that, defense, yeah. mate, it's it's almost full court yeah. press every play. You yeah. don't the see countries that, the that have been chasing the US for so long, Lithuania, I know they're not. Like, the they Olympics. don't let them carry the ball up yeah. halfway without being guarded. It's crazy. Yeah. The Lithuanians, yeah. the Spains, the Argentinas, the Australias. These, those sort of countries, they've caught up. They've bridged the gap. And now that America's not sending these teams filled with absolute stars, like, could you, like, they're, they're going to get beaten. Let's be real here. The starting five for the USA team is, you know, you go, it's missing LeBron, Steph Curry, James yep. Harden. Yep. Like, it's missing some talent. Yep. However, everyone just says they, they're NBA players. KD's top five player in the world. Yep. He should be, he should be, huh? We'll wait and see. Go. I mean, it could very easily come out and cruise to a gold medal. 100%. Look, I'm going to say this. If you want to have a little dabble, dibble, dabble, dabble, label. If you want to have a little dabble, Australia USA are $10 versus, for a gold USA medal. USA versus the field. I don't know what the odds are. I'd say it'd be, you know, not too mm. bad. USA versus well, the Australia, field. Australia is second, the second line of betting and they're $10. There you go. So, mm. How good are the Olympics? Uh, it's going to be interesting. It will be. And the, the women are wearing the bodysuit. I didn't realise that. Really? Oh, yeah, really? for the basketball. Yeah, right. Okay. Mm, they're bringing it back. Okay. The, the Opals. The o- okay. This one, this isn't a people's voice. This is just a leak of one of our favourite man's reactions post what happened last night. <laughs> for, those that, for those that don't know what happened last night, Eagles lost to North Melbourne by 10 points at home. This is our boy Zach Sarich's leaked post. Fucking gold. Weakest to ever do it, the Eagles. There was an expletive in there, but I'll leave that out on the pod. Deserve to be relegated. I'm turning. Heave ho, brother. Heave ho. (laughs) He goes, I want Nickna. Gone. Darling. Gone. Shuey. Gone. Sheed. Gone. Kelly. Gone. McGovern. Gone. Nelson. Gone. Langdon. Gone. Witho. Gone. (laughs) He didn't even play. (laughs) 
And if Petrol Head, which is Petrocelli, <laughs> ever puts on a Guernsey again, I'm done. Simo couldn't even coach C3. I want him out. I swear to God, if Langdon plays again, I'm burning Simo's house down. <laughs> that is all time. That, that is, is not bad. That is all time. That, that is up there with Kendrick Perkins. That That is right up there. Oh, that is all time. So, yeah. Uh, I was there, boys. It's the reason I'm recording on a Tuesday night. What are our thoughts, at, man? I, was, I don't know what to say anymore. I was at was that the worst game you've ever gone to? No. For crowd experience? Um, because crowd they sound ex- like a bunch of idiots. So, that first half. So, you know what the weirdest thing was? Watching the game as a football purist that I am, West Coast weren't the best side that day. No. North obviously. Melbourne, obviously, were the better side, but we're talking about a side who's last on the ladder. Yeah. And we're talking about another side who's in the eight. Mm-hmm. Makes no sense. Yeah. It's, and I've said this how many times, Dill, and I know it shits you to death. We have to, conditions have to be perfect, mate. We're 18th in the competition for pressure and we're 18th in the competition for ground balls. And what was that yesterday? Wet, which means brings in pressure and brings in ground balls. North Melbourne killed us on the spread. They had more ticker, and West Coast couldn't convert when we had the opportunity in front of goal in the first half. So um, I guess the biggest concern was actually, well, credit to North Melbourne. I think this is more like, I think, honestly, take out the reason for why we're in this position now. But five rounds ago, if this happened, like North Melbourne, like the same round, everything, West Coast would have lost this game to North Melbourne. North Melbourne, they're hard to beat. Like, I know they're last in the ladder, but how they actually play, it's, you can't... They set up pretty well defensively behind the footy, but... They've been hard... Sorry, they've been hard to beat the last month. Yeah, so, you know, West Coast got them at a really bad time, but um, there's no excuse as to... Yeah, the one that I really want to highlight is North won the disposal count yep. by 27, yep. and they won the tackle count by six. Yep. That's usually a pretty good indicator I, of the side working the harder. last thing I'll say, do you know you'll jump in? Everyone is saying that the Eagles need to do what the top teams do. Yep. We need to pressure the footy. We need to tackle. We need to, you know, run and carry and take on, take the game on. We actually don't have the players to do that, period. We spoke about pre-season. A bit worried about West Coast leg speed. What's been evident this yeah. whole year, we've got no leg speed. Yeah. I don't know. It seems like we're so in our DNA to kick mark and possess the footy. Um, now, I won't, like, we played better than what we did last week. Yeah. Honest, like we played so much better. So watching Simo's press conference, he wasn't toys out of the cot, but sitting there just going, we've got guys who aren't performing. We're going to have to, you know, if they're not performing, we're not just gifting games here. And that's what's yeah. happened over the last period is that the top-end players aren't performing to their best, clearly, and there needs to be selection um, changes made. Yeah, it's interesting for me because you are half, um, glass half empty, yep. Eagle supporter. Do you're certainly glass half full. Your thoughts might be different. I feel like they probably are. Dill, go on. No, I just, I <laughs> I haven't seen, so like this, what I'm about to say now is sort of half empty, but you know I'm half full. I've w- obviously watched a lot of footy, almost every Eagles game since I can remember, and I watch plenty more because I've got to watch to see if Lockie Neal gets 150 dream team, you know. I don't think I've seen a team lose momentum after an opposition goal as fast as the Eagles do. That fourth quarter, it's raining. We're at home, crowd down, doesn't matter, we're at home. It is raining, we're at home. We kick four in a row. Yep. We had only kicked three up till that point. The whole play still, 
Ah, uh, done. All good. We, We're fine, mate. We kicked three up till three-quarter time. We then kick four in a row on the fourth. There is no way on hell or earth that North should win that game from there. Hmm. And then that's why I say that the other thing, North then kick one goal and the momentum is literally gone. We kicked four in a row. Yep. There is no way North and Melbourne... One of the, the one to get in front was Liam Ryan's, wasn't it? Yep. It was yep. a very good goal. It was yep. a great goal. There is no way that we should have let them get in front in the conditions and the team. There is no way. The same thing happened against Essendon, and it's, though. And it's exactly the same thing. Yep. It's just it's complacency. We're not... We don't look like we want it. Yeah. Obviously, four goals. Yeah, we look like our job's done. Yep. I've been hearing things about... You know, those players that come back aren't, aren't match fit. We've already been through that. They're not match fit. They're not. That's not an excuse because you still if you're on the if you're on the ground, if you're on the twenty two on game day, yep. you you do everything you can. Yeah. So these we just switch off so fast and I like, I just don't know why. Is it because they're not fit? Is it because they really technically shouldn't be playing? We're in we're Is, in a we're in a real like I'll be honest. Shuey's playing seventy percent game time. It's a perfect storm, isn't it? Yeah, There's, it is. Like, yeah. Yo was hobbling yesterday, coming off the ground. Like, it doesn't look great. So, do you also agree, though, that these players... They're not fit, mate. People are going to come around and say, oh, of course you're using that as an excuse. Yep. These players aren't 100%. They are nowhere near. They're them. not 100%, but then and you've got Gov playing some of the worst footy I've seen And, I, and I've, read, I've read articles saying there are people around that have thought these players, so like the big guns that came back, Shouldn't even be playing footy right yep. now. Yeah. So, so like Gaff's come off a really serious hand injury, of which Simo said last week that we're not sure how many games he might miss, but he's carrying something. Tim Kelly's carrying something as well after being injured a couple of weeks ago. Luke Shuey's certainly, you know, coming back from um, a big injury with his hamstring, so he's on restrictions. As to his Elliot Yo on restrictions. And so Jack why are they playing? Out. Jack Redden's out. Why are they playing? So who's playing midfield then for West Coast? <laughs> this this is this is the oh no you'd almost just put let them, the kids play yeah let them all play give Connor West a game he's he, if he doesn't play next week if he's he doesn't play next week there's something wrong yep so he's been dominating but um I've been going on about this for the last month we're not that good we haven't been that good our style of play we've lost our DNA completely in regards to how we want to move the footy and it's proven your top end players look at Melbourne their top end players are carrying him to top of the ladder that's why they're the best side. Your best players take you to the promised land, and Eagles' best players aren't producing fifty oh, percent. Tim Kelly, let alone anyway. A, Tim Kelly is a passenger. He's getting twenty-three touches. He's got no influence whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. So he's pretty slick on the ground ball. Yeah, he's just—he's not playing to the Tim Kelly that first game. No. Of course, he's not. So again, no one is. No, and that's why, like, like you say, like, are we a good team? It's like. No, we're not right now, but I that's where I'm the half full. I still believe we have good cattle. We got so we got not denying on paper, we look fantastic, but games aren't Just won old, on paper. Old old Mui in the corner fell in a pothole and he's injured himself. He's no not producing milk for a while. But like, like there that's what we're dealing but with. But if you here. so you go through the, the rest of the season like this, you win two games. Mm. Maybe. If yeah. yeah. I don't know what the run home is. We'll win one game as Eagles. long as it's against the Dockers and then lose the rest, I'm happy. <laughs> well, our, our even home. if that happens, even if that happens, what's the discussion at the end of the year? Because right now, this looks to me like 2008, if you're an Eagles supporter, yep. when you really fell off the edge after the Premiership and the yep. era of dominance, or Freo of 2016 when it all just went to shit. I will, That's I'll, what it looks like. I will say, though, as a supporter of the 2008 
well, Eagles ever since that that was something else. Those two thousand that two thousand eight side was a rabble. Well, the thing is, the difference and not even the, close to the side that we have right now. The difference, now. the difference between oh eight and this side is that oh eight, no cousins, no Judd. Yeah, yeah, yeah Both, but anyway. But so Kobe saying twenty sixteen Fremantle, this screams of it, mate. Yeah. We have a side. Got the same side that's same really side. good and they've just fallen off the edge. Yep, it looks that way. And the fact that it's happened mid-season, not many teams can cop a 100-point belting and then come back and respond, let alone twice, three times, which has happened to us in yep. one season. Yep. So that's why I'm glass half empty and we won't recover. We like If we make finals, it's a miracle from here, to yep. be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, like we got St Kilda this week and, mate, I'm going to check sports bet now. We got Adelaide this week. Adelaide, Adelaide this week, there. and then we got St Kilda. I think not long after. You don't bet Adelaide; it's lights. Um, yeah, I think it's lights now. Makes lights already. No, seriously, for the season, not making, <laughs> not making yeah. finals. You lose Adelaide. But is it is it trade everyone out? Like, if you know what I mean, like is it toys out of the cart? When see, this looks? is what I, I wanted to so. get to because they were talking about it on the radio, and it was Xavier Ellis who sure. is really like deal. Yeah, glass half full. Eagles man. He was talking about play the kids, mm. let them have a crack, have that conversation with JK like, because he's stunting the growth of Oscar Allen. Week, said it last week. Thanks, Hearn. I know Shannon's playing decent footy at the moment. Thanks, Shannon. Yep. Thanks, Josh. Love your service. Yep. Rest of the year. So, Luke, we'll play. Your, um, I think he needs to play restricted minutes for the rest of the year just to get some continuity into his body to play football again. If Yo's no good, thanks, Elliot. See you in 2022. We'll get yep. you right. Yep. Tim, if you're not feeling 100%, maybe restrict... Well, no, actually, bugger it. Not playing until 2022. Play Connor West. Play your Zane Trues. That's right. Play yeah. your Luke Edwards. Let's just see what we got. And, yeah. Um, and then and I think you go, um, Jackson Nelson will actually hand you off to someone and, you know, they... See, Jackson, you can go will, back home. ...will pay you this is, this to is, have him. This yep. is just what I, yeah. I want to say. He this, sucks. Right? As much, like I said, I'm, I'm half full, but I'm not completely blindsided by... I do think that there are some players in our key group that you might need to tap them and say, would you like to go anywhere else? Yeah. The would hardest you, thing. Would you like to The discussion go needs there? to be had, but the Eagles have I never been like that. No, they've never done it. They've never done it, and they've been so ingrained into, once you draft someone from interstate into WA, you ingrain them into WA. Get them a partner, you get them ingrained into yeah. WA way of living. Um, but the Eagles have always been... They won a flag. They've got runs on the board. Yep. Just let them... The bigger clubs. Right, so just we always let them, get the bigger attraction. Let them ride into the sunset. All right. Um, before, yeah. before we move on to um, the other WA club, it's funny you brought up 2008 because I have a question that I want to end on. Is this the lowest on-field... Because obviously we've had off-field dramas. Is this the lowest on-field time in the Eagles since we lost to Brisbane at home in 2008, which solidified us as the Warner Spooners? Was it the, was 2008 the wooden spoon? Yep. Sorry, 2010. 2010. Yeah, I remember 2011. That, yeah. that was when Tom Swift was running around having 30 yeah. and 30 turnovers. 2010, we lost to Brisbane at home. There was an infamous in-the-back call against Jonathan Brown, and he kicked the goal. It solidified us as the wooden spooners. Is this the worst time in West Coast football on field since then? I think yes, purely because what was the expect? It's all about expectation. Look at Fremantle. Fremantle's like, oh, my God, boys. Like, look, this is amazing. This is fantastic. Because the expectation was, oh, like, I think we're going to be maybe there for the eight, oh, but I don't think we're going to be. Yeah, the, expecta- the expectation was if we play finals, fantastic. Yeah. If we don't and just miss, fantastic. Fantastic. So, like, you just wanted to see improvement where for the Eagles, everyone was going top four. Yeah. You got Joe Waitley sitting SEN just going, I can see West Coast being a premiership, you know. Yeah. Fancy sort of thing. Um, 
our expectation is to make top four, and we're not even playing like a friggin' top 13 side, let alone a top eight side. So that's why it's the worst period we're going through at the moment. And to be dismantled continuously with the same group of players that have led us to greatness previously, it's... um, The real issue is that you just can't see where it goes from here. Yeah, and that's the issue. But... Can you see where Freo are going from here? A fucking very earth. nice win, yeah. Kobe. Let's, we're going let's to a, we're winning a premiership. So tell us the tell us <laughs> within the next four years. <laughs> tell us tell us the the run home that you told us pre pod. It's fucking hard. It, it is hard, <laughs> and I tell you right now, if we make finals, mate, there is no, set no, no, us no, up no. For I'm not talking years. about the run. I'm talking about the run. The run. Oh, what, the run, the run. What you said to us was happening oh. pre pod. <laughs> Typical Fremantle. I was clearly joking. Smiling. I was clearly joking, but sure. I said if we make finals, it could be a bulldogs like run. Yep. And how did you? What were you doing? And I said, you You're know, beating Sydney. We're beating Sydney over there. Well, probably in Melbourne. <laughs> Go to semi-finals. I don't know. Play Brisbane. Brisbane. Maybe a bit injured. Beat Brisbane in Brisbane. Yep. No Eric Hipwood. No Griffin Logue just dominates, makes a name for himself. Then you go to prelim. Oh, you know, beat Geelong and Geelong, as we do. You know, typical Freo. <laughs> go into a granny, beat Melbourne, beat Bulldogs. Pfft, see you later, boys. I will cry. I won't come in for it'll two the greatest, weeks. It will be the greatest achievement ever oh. by a Western Australian team, period. Yeah, but that won't happen. No. Um, so, this is, our, this is our run home. And it is very hard. And this is what I'm saying. If we make finals... Like it'll be the shaping of this group. There will be no questions over Fran Mantle's head if you make finals yep. after this. So Thursday, Geelong, play your best footy at home. We could win. Yep. Play play best footy. And then it's Sydney over there. Well, it's Sydney and Geelong. Yep. Uh, and then it's Richmond home. Winnable, clearly. Richmond a rabble. And then Brisbane at home. Eagles at home. And the last game is St Kilda over there. So three games at home, three games. At but home. they're tough. It's a tough run it's home. A, it's a tough run home. Um, but like, and the thing is, that it was always be concerning. It's those last two spots, the seventh and the eighth spot. It's open slather, really, and yeah. no one seems to want it outside of Fremantle. But it's just the percentage. I tell you, I think Gilder are fucking gumming. Yeah, yeah, dead set. But I tell you what, deal. I would fucking hate to be. I'll be. I need top four. You need top four because if I face Fremantle in the finals, and I give Justin Longmuir time to prep for a finals game yep. against me, in trouble. He will lock you down like a glove, mate. I so, would be very afraid of playing Sydney at the moment too. Yeah, like, they look so good. Yeah, they um, demolished the Bulldogs on the weekend. Yeah, well, let's stay on Freo. Let's not get off track anyway, here. Yeah, right, this um, is your time to shine. I've, Hitting this is something. The Eagles. So since, this who is, knows how when. So this is different. This is. Something that I arrived at on the weekend. Yeah. I don't care if Chara leaves. I don't really care. Because mm. Sarong is a bloody good contested footy player. When he's not a fucking tagger, it makes me so when happy. When he's not a tagger and when he plays more than 60% game time. Yep. Brayshaw is going to be a star. He's going to be a yep. very good player. I don't care if Chara leaves. What did I tell you? My two pet hates. One, when you bring in a young kid and play him off half back. Mm. Yep. And two... When you bring in a young kid and make him fucking tag. No, so I disagree with the second I one. I remember you disagreed with one of them, but you agreed yep. with one of them. You can so, answer this later. Just I got like <laughs> two more points to make. Go. Sean Darcy's a star and winning down in Tassie in Fife's 200th game like a good team should. Yes, I agree. Finally. But it'll be this, this Carlton week. was a fucking disappointment and that can't be understated. Yep. I, thought, but I to, thought you were just saying another word then. <laughs> but 
the next week to win, to beat Hawthorne down there by 10 goals as well. I don't remember the last time we won by 10 goals. But let's be really clear here. What happened two weeks ago? Yes, 100%. You lost to Carlton at the MCG, and now you're first Hawthorne who's... A rabble. Honestly, they are not... They suck. They are the worst team in the comp. Yeah. So they are. A good team will come back over here and beat Geelong. They will. No Jeremy Cameron, so Alex Pierce is going to go to Hawkins. Yeah. Gary Rowan more than likely going to take this game off from rumours. So I bet you the question's always going to be sitting there. Oh, Fremantle beat a play to Geelong's side. If we, if we beat Geelong, if we beat Geelong, I will be live streaming on our Instagram. Yep, that is fair. But back on your comments before, Dill, I technically disagree with both statements that you had. Firstly, with the tagging one, Sydney have done it year on year. You play your kids as a tagger. Get education, playing midfield, the same role that you've played as an under-18, but you learn on the craft against full-grown AFL-sized men. That's why, in a way, yes, it's frustrating because Sarong was such a good player last year when Fife played a lot more forward than what he actually has been, where now you've got year two, you want to see a little bit more growth, and he's playing 70% game time, most of which is as and a you're tag. you like, go tag Sam Walsh, and Sam Walsh goes, Oh, yeah, dominates yeah, him. Yeah, killed him. Um, where at the other side, it's, okay, so... You look at Christian Petraka. Christian Petraka played half forward for four years and people calling him a dud. What's yep. he now? Probably going to win the Brownlow medal. Callum Mills, same deal. Everyone's Bond's winning the Brownlow medal. You could say. But Bond started as a half forward as well. So you've got all these different cases. Like Sam Walsh started straight away on ball. So there's all these different cases. It just depends on the individual. But if they're an on-baller, they're an on-baller. If they have the opportunity to play in a different position, probably start in there. So I'll tell you right now, though, I will be... When the derby comes around, I'll be praying 24-7. Eagles, e- Eagles home game? It's Freo. Freo's home game. Yep. Oh. Just win. That's all you got to do. Yep. Oh, because we had no crowd for the Eagles one. Eagles one, yep. yeah. Still beat you. And it was a bloodbath. <laughs> um, but, boys, I've got a statement. So we're getting into the nitty-gritty time of year when it comes to footy. Yep. I think the premiership race is down to two teams and two teams only. Melbourne? I guess Melbourne and Geelong. Yep, Melbourne and Geelong. Mm. That's all it comes down to, and I'll tell you why. Melbourne's top-end players and their style of play, how they set up defensively behind the footy, contested ball, juggernauts, got some real potent weapons in front of the footy, and you just look at the names. Dill, this little segment now is going to be about the names. You've got Jake Lever, Stephen May, Christian Salem, cross-half-back for you. All right, Midfield of Christian Petraka, Max Gorn, Clayton Oliver... Formidable wings in Lovell Hayden, but Langdon and Brayshaw really elevated their games. And in front of the footy, you don't even need to talk about that because that's just going really, really well. Geelong, almost the best back line in the competition. All right. You've got Jeremy Cameron and Tom Hawkins sitting in front of the footy with Gary Rowan, who's probably the, well, is the best third tall forward in the comp. All right. And then you've got the midfield of Dangerfield, Joel Selwood, the old brigade. Finals time, I'm backing them in. Declan Less said Melbourne are overrated. Well, Declan Lesk also said, what did he say a couple of weeks ago about, um, oh, he said Tom Green from GWS is a better footballer than Clayton Oliver. So that just proves your point there, Declan. <laughs> All right, that's one of the worst takes I've ever heard in my life. And that's where, back to that. that's where I lose authenticity with someone. Okay, don't make stupid calls because you go for the Giants, Declan. Keep your eyes open, mate. <laughs> We're all looking at yeah, like, Christ, um, Anyway, but, so my big one is to the Bulldogs. This is my point on the Bulldogs. Bulldogs, geez, seriously good side. 
yeah? Mm-hmm. Midfield to die for. Yes. Goal kicking in front of goal. You know what that reminds me of? Reminds me of Brisbane from last year. And what happened to Brisbane last year? Didn't go past the prelim. No. Who are the two key post players for Bulldogs behind the footy? Who's their fullback and centre-half back? Alex Keith. Yep. And fucking who's their centre-half back? Zane Cordy. Yeah. Do you trust them in a fucking finals moment, in a prelim final, playing on Jeremy Cameron or Tom Hawkins or playing on a Ben Brown or, say, a Christian Petraka? I don't. Bradley Fritch? Yeah. Like, it's, I'm sitting there just yeah, going, they had the, they had the They had Joel Hamling and mm. Zane Cordy. When yeah. they won the flag. But they came from seventh. They were seventh ranked side, so let's not forget that. They had a but fantastic. You've also run. got to remember this is their injury list at the moment. Don't say Joel Hamling like that. But no, he's so, the best thing since so I agree. So you. he's yes. glass. So Kobe. Their injury list they improve out of sight. You've Can I name names, it? go for it. Dunkley, Norton, Easton Woods, Steph Martin, no, Adam Trelaw. Yeah. Oh. But is he? Hmm, but their back half, their back half is still not that great. <laughs> Boys. Is he free in our draft league? <laughs> I don't know. No. Who? I'm going to go Nah, someone surely would have Nah, someone's got Dunkley. Um, but I don't trust those blokes at all. Like, it's... Brr. Who took Buddy Franklin on the weekend? Or who took Amati? Who took Zach, um, Isaac Heaney? Um, we're not listening. We're trying no, to go, no, get trying Duncan. To, oh, we're doing a live podcast. It's been taken. Yep. You dickheads. Um, <laughs> and then also you got... So, Brisbane as well. I'm worried about them. Like... You got Darcy Gardner is coming back from a long term injury, and you got Eric Hipwood out for our ACL season. Yep. You can't win a premiership, sorry, with Charlie Cameron and Daniel McStay as your number two and number three options. Okay. Um, I don't know how you guys feel, but I think it's down to two. It's Melbourne and Melbourne and Bulldogs. I don't me. mind that. That's why Melbourne and Geelong. For yeah, me. I don't mind that at all. Yep. I have my doubts over Melbourne. I think just the way they've played the last couple of weeks. Mate, they were fantastic on Thursday night against Port. Yeah, Port pretenders. Yeah, but of like at what point massive pretenders? How many? Teams do Melbourne need to beat? Yeah, good teams. Yeah, hundred percent for, for them to be considered a threat. They've beaten Geelong, Port Adelaide, Brisbane, and they've Bulldogs. also lost. To, they've also lost to GWS, yes, Collingwood, and Adelaide. I, do, oh, we, I understand on, that, but you can have a slump. You can have a you couple cannot, of weeks. You cannot be up. Oh, no, bad game. You can't be up for twenty three. I love Melbourne. I love Melbourne, but I don't think they're going to win the flag. Who's going to win it? It pains me because I hate them, but I think it's going to be Geelong. pains me. They're the obvious pick at the moment, but don't rule out Port. This is my funny thing with Port. <laughs> no, fuck Port. Nah, hear me. Sydney. <laughs> Sydney. This is my call. I'm making it now. They're making a prelim. Sydney are a funny side. Fun fact for you. They are bottom three in the competition for contested possession. And it's proven that you need to be top ten. You're saying Eagles have a chance. <laughs> You're <laughs> saying it's, there's it's a almost, chance. It's almost. It's almost. Oh, mate, I'm stealing this from David King, but they're bottom three in contested possession, which is what finals football is about. I hate him, by the way. No, he's got a few good things. Do you know what he said during the week? What did he say? Three are the biggest disappointments this year. Where? He said that. You find that take, and I'll listen to it. Go and on. I'll believe you. You keep talking. I'll find it. Um, but like Port Adelaide, they've like they've got a fantastic. Record against the bottom eight sides, we know that, and they haven't been very good against the top eight sides. But they've been in it; they've been close. Deal. This is the thing that sort of they haven't been blown away. They've like an zero and six record against top eight sides, but their style of play actually keeps them in I the game. I think it's one and five. Yeah, something like that. But they've been in and amongst it against the good sides. It yep. just haven't gone over the hump. So. It's a different story in a final, but yep. made a prelim final last year. Now, that they'll what, kick away for making Correct. granny. So. AFL analyst David King blasts disappointing Fremantle Dockers ahead of Hawthorne Clash. That was last week. 
Mm. Coming off a Carlton loss, you dickhead. So still said it. And then things have changed. He also so said now we were petty. Change his, his, his tip. I hate that bloke. Alrighty. I reckon it's time for what the people come for. Quiz. Quiz time, baby. Let's go. What's the quiz on today, Hayden? A little bit of everything. This better be good. Can the quiz be in two parts? Well, considering this second part is a little bit more than I thought. How people, long have we gone the second part? People are just getting two pods this way. You're getting two pods. <laughs> and if you're this and if you're this far, you're a true fucking fan. How how long is the second one then? This is an hour already. So hour? we've basically done two hours of pod. An hour and forty five minutes of pod. Wow. And that's why it's I It's been said a big that, week. That's why I said we had to do two pods. It's been a big week. Yeah. It's, it's been, been a big, big week. week. It's been a big week. It has been a big week. Let's Let's go. Go. What's Let's it been, Hayden? What? A big What's week. What's it been? A week. It's been a big week. A big week, yeah. What's it been doing? A big week. A big bloody week. All right. Part one, part two. It's been one of those jobs. Just quickly, before we get into the pod. That was too early. Before we get into the quiz, sorry. Before yeah. we get into the quiz. Sorry. Yeah, we're like two I've hours just, into the fucking pod. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> before we get into the quiz, I've got something for you. Go. A bit of a mind bender. You don't okay. have to... I'll say it and we'll move on. Yep. But you I'm going to leave it. I'm going to leave it with the people. Okay? The implication... <laughs> the implication of a hot dog being pureed meat in animal casing, intestine is that a hot dog doesn't stop being a hot dog even after we eat it. By that conclusion, we, as the hot dog's casing, become hot dogs ourselves when we eat hot dogs. No, we don't become hot dogs. We then grow more hot dogs. Not grow. We then we eat hot dogs. We don't become the hot dog. We then store more hot dogs. And then we shit it. <laughs> I guess. And there you go. Oh, Kobe, you're a dickhead. All Moving right. on to the quiz. On to the quiz. So it's a little bit won, of a range of... I don't think I've won the quiz in about five pods. Yep, so, so it's a bit yeah, of a Yeah, because range. it's been me. I am the dominant force in the podcasting game. <laughs> that just rebounded. He threw the um, pen at me. It bounced off my massive pen <laughs> and went straight back to deal. So I'm going to... One of those jobs, eh? A little bit of everything. Yep. All right. Sort yep. of try to keep on topic with recent and uh, current... Shohei Atani. No. So, I want to test our buzzers, but we've got new buzzers this week. Oh, thanks. Oh, yes. Unless if you want to... Can I have a nice one? So, deal. I'm not getting a nice one, am I? Weagles. Weagles. And Cope? Flag mantle. Flag mantle. That's such a long... There's a lot of syllables there. Hey, you want a positive one or not? You want... You want fuck it or flag mantle? Fuck it, you want fuck it or flag mantle? Can I just say Monday for Hundy? That's longer than flag mantle. (laughs) Stay with us. So, let's check it. Weagles. Flag mantle. All right, so we'll go. I'll sort of spread them out a little bit. Nice and easy, hopefully. I'll go. Who was? Sorry, is this twenty-one questions? Yes. Oh, same, same, same style. Oh. Unless if you know the name, of course. Yeah, yeah. Oh. What was the country? And who was the player of the twenty twenty Euros? Wait, what? Sorry, as in like who the MVP? The who was the player? Yep, who was the player of the tournament of the twenty twenty <laughs> Euros? And which country was he from? Is it someone that they're going to know? Well, I hope so. 2020 Euros. The competition that just finished. Yeah. You don't know, you blokes. Who was the player of the tournament? Who was the player of the tournament? Which country was he from? If you don't know... Flag Mantle. Go. Was he from one of the finalists? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You blokes don't know. You get to go. (laughs) This is unbelievable. Uh, I thought this was common knowledge. Flag Mantle. Was he from... Forza Azuri. Yes, he was. <laughs> I don't know a single... <laughs> we got two points for um, the country. Flag Mantle. Is it you, you, Chiellini? It, no, incorrect. Okay, well, that's all. Two he's points. the last one I know. You're kidding, Gil. Was it... I don't know how to say his name properly. <laughs> Immobile. 
No, it's a Mobley. No. <laughs> Oh, was it Donnarumma? Yes, it was. Yes! Very good. All right. We'll I hope they're not all like that. <laughs> so it's four points for you, Cope. Four points? Oh, I Three got all of them. You get one each. Yes. No, two one each. each. Two each. Fuck. Dickhead. All right. This is going to be very interesting if you didn't know the last one. Who was the Golden Boot Award? Who got the Golden Boot Award Weagles. for scoring the most goals in the Euro tournament? And how many? In 2016. Weagles. Uh, Ronaldo. Correct. He kicked... Oh, shit. Really? Yep. It was either... He, he had so many penalties. I'm going to go five. Correct. Yes. So he's got four. Impressive. Four. Very good. Okay. <clears throat> That's more impressive by him. Didn't they only make it to the quarterfinal? Yeah, but he scored yep. like three penalties. Yep. Oh. So he went a roll. Okay. Let's go to... Four all, bitch. Cricket. Ugh. I'll bring the Weagles back in. Order. He's going to Need to win something. Need to get some form. This is Travis Head, isn't it? Surely. There is an Australian cricketer... Named Travis Head. Who has taken two T20 five-wicket hauls, international five-wicket hauls, a five-for-24 effort against South Africa, and a six-for-30 effort against New Zealand. Who is this man? Weagles. I don't even know, man. Is he Victorian? Incorrect. Flag mantle. Is he from WA? Yes. Does his name start with J? Incorrect. Damn. J? Yeah, I thought it... I thought it was Richardson. Oh, no, no, no. Is it Jason Berendorf? Incorrect. I thought it was Berendorf for sure. That's all I know. Okay. Uh, you guess. <laughs> Two a go. I don't know. We'll guess someone. Hurry uh, up. Can you, you ask a question if, you, if right, you want? If you get the right answer. It's not Andrew Tyre. Incorrect. That is, I'm taking that as a question. Oh, my Sorry, God. As a I don't know, man. That was actually my next Oh, was he? I don't know. Okay. Who's uh, left? Um, was his most recent... Oh... Is it Ashton Agar? Correct. Oh. Very good. That was the next one. Oh, so just two points on that one deal. Yeah, that's so fair you, enough. That's that's right. You just don't think of spinners. Sp- yeah, the yeah. Okay. left arm. Especially on some of the dirt tracks that they've been playing on, you know. <laughs> All right, boys, here we go. In the Bahamas. I know, right? On Antarctica. Ugh. All right, here's another one. Who was the last male tennis player to make a Grand Slam final from outside the top seven ranking of which Berrettini was of most recently. Hmm. Who was the last male tennis player to make a Grand Slam final from outside the top seven ranking? Weagles. Quickly, name of the player and which Grand Slam okay. slash year did he perform? Weagles. Go. Is it in the last 10 years? Yes. Is it in the last five years? Yes. Outside. Outside the top seven ranking. It's, was it Del Potro? Incorrect. And this is at the time. Yeah, I know. That's why it's even harder. Uh, flag mantle. Okay. Is he now in the top seven? Incorrect. Hmm. This, this is a hard one. Okay, I'm going I'm to guess. Uh, was it um, at the French Open? Incorrect. Just try to steal a point. Oh, try helping then. Typical Weagle supporter. We'll take you guess one of them. I'll guess another one. Then you get one of us is going. I don't end like up this colluding. I don't like this colluding. Stay in your own islands. Hey, <laughs> brothers for life. Pussy. Um, it's going to be a lot easier. Flag mantle. Go. Was it at the Australian Open? Correct. Oh, so that's two, two points. points. Who the f- six all? Flag mantle. Yep. Is he European? Yes. Flag mantle. Is he from a Mediterranean country? Yes. Mm. I don't know if that helps. <laughs> Hmm. 
I'm going to pass this one over to Dill because I got no idea. Mediterranean. <laughs> Is he from Italy? No. Mm. Over to you, mate. <laughs> we might have different. We might have different like views on Mediterranean. On Mediterranean, but he's definitely flag European. metal. Is he Greek? No. Mm, that rules out Stephanos. It's within the last five years. Weagles. So it was the Australian Open. This is gonna be a long pod. Who? <laughs> I thought this, I was who trying is, to find a few more oh, questions because I thought these is, were shallow. Who has Djokovic beaten recently? Because it's Djokovic has played in probably the last five. I think he maybe might have missed one. Jeez, you was it Rowinka? Incorrect. Did we give up? Uh, no, I, we get a we get a hint, a hint and then we buzz in. Okay. He's, give us the country he's from. He's from Croatia. Weagles. Uh, Marin Cilic. Correct. Thank you. Yeah. Came to me straight Somebody away. It's 2018. Yeah. Grand Slam, Australia. Federer beat him. Federer beat him. Federer beat him. I think that was the one that Nokia Jokic okay. didn't play. So I thought those these were going to be more difficult than the other ones. But so that, that's 8-4? Eight, 8. Because four? Eight. I got the cricket four. one? Yep. And I got the other one? 8-4. Yep. Okay. I'm not gonna... These next three are going to be basketball. Okay. We might okay. get these. <laughs> Maybe. All right, I'm going to start more difficult. Oh, who put made a, Put a bullet in me <laughs> Who made and who won So two-parter Who made the 2018 FIBA Women's World Cup Final in Spain Who won that game And who was the tournament MVP Weagles Women's Yep Australia Did they win They did not win Who made the final so you need both to, for so the two need, points? So this so is a six-point question. You, you just need a guess, mate. Flag mantle, it's yep. USA. Yep. So it's two points. No, he needs to guess both. Yes. For two points. It's USA and a European team? Incorrect. Oh. Was it the USA and New Zealand? Incorrect. Deal. I don't know. Was it USA and Australia? Correct. And USA won? Yes. Yeah. Who was the MVP of the tournament? And yes, you do know who she is. Guess, bitch. Uh, Candace Parker. Incorrect. Was it Sue Bird? Incorrect. Oh, oh now I'm in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Flag Can you ask questions oh, if you want. Flag yeah. is she Australian? Yes. Ah, goddamn. Yes. Oh, you're kidding. Come yes. on. Yes. Time him out. What was it? Five, 2018. Four. Yep. Three. <laughs> two. One. Was Lauren Jackson? Incorrect. <laughs> was it Liz Cambage? Correct. Oh, oh, I hate it. Good. I hate it so much. <laughs> so we get two points <laughs> each. Two points each. So it's six to ten. Oh. Six to ten. Oh, I hate All it. Right, next I one, hate boys. it with a passion. Gentlemen, yeah. we've got two more questions left for the pod and that's it. All right, long one I know. Thank fuck. She All escaped right. me. Boys, you ready? Who made the 2019 FIBA Basketball World Cup Final for the men, which was held in China? Who were the two teams that made the final and who was the MVP? Flag Mantle. Yep. Take it, boy. I'll Spain. And Croatia? Incorrect. Oh. Spain and Argentina? Correct. Who was the finals MVP? Who was the, fi- who was the tournament MVP? Were they Spanish? Correct. Yep. Was it Marc Gasol? Incorrect. Was it Ricky Rubio? Correct. Two points each. So 12 8. 12 8. <laughs> and last Still question. Still wants to win one. This last one. And how much is it worth, mate? Five points. Fuck. <laughs> Five points. All that hard work. <laughs> this is, is the easy. This is supposed to be the easy one. Is this a two-parter? No, this is flat out. Oh fuck! I am a man Harry who man. currently still plays in the NBA. NBA. Mm-hmm. 
I play for a Western team. Yes. I have an alter ego. Yes. And I'm the only male to ever win three Olympic gold medals for Team USA in the basketball. Flag medal. Who am I? Carmelo Anthony. Correct. Kobe wins. <laughs> Lick me, Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. There we go. <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> the dominance continues. How good is that, boys? Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Were you even going to get close to you on that one? No. No, no, no. I would have gone LeBron. I would have gone fucking... Kevin Durant. I would have gone fucking Hayden Cobley. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Well, you would never have picked him. 11-10 lead. No. 11-10. Wow. He's, he's just not on the top of my... Technically, he's not in the West because he's a free agent, mate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, this is part two concluded. This could have even been broken up into a part two three. and three. But hey, like I said before, if you're here, you these, love these us. These are podcasts of the Lord of the Rings proportions. And, yeah. we, and we love you. And I'm so excited for like a prequel. Smeagol like, will protect the one ring. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. You could, oh, never two pods again because Cope just gets weird by the end. Correct. <laughs> Cope, uh, you going to finish on a shout out? <laughs> oh, fuck that. I just won my fifth pod in a row. <laughs> See you, everyone. Ciao. Woohoo.